1: Hey guys, this is Matt Dorito from the band Pop Evil. You're listening to Talking Metal.
2: Molson Canadian presents... Heavy Montreal, August 7th, 8th, and 9th. Outdoors at Parc Jean Trapeau. Featuring Slipknot, Faith No More, Corn, and Alexis on Fire. Three full days of rock and metal with Lamb of God, Iggy Pop, NoFX, Lita Ford, and many more. Festival passes on sale now. For the full festival lineup, visit HeavyMontreal.com. Produced by Avenco. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel. I am so glad you could join us here on today's episode. the Probably the final episode, at least I think so, before I arrive on the foreign soils of Canada for heavy Montreal on Friday, just a, a few days away. And I'm completely psyched, and we're going to talk all about that in just a second. But before we do... Today, on the podcast, Matt from the band Pop Evil is here to talk to us about what's going on with Pop Evil. One of the things is, they have a new record coming out, so we will be hearing about that from Matt Dorito. Again, he is from the band Pop Evil. He plays bass. So, stay tuned for that, and uh, big thanks to Matt. But right now, let's check out some music. This is Bloodbound with the song Satanic Panic. just heard was a little bloodbound off the Stormborn record released back in 2014, which was a great year for music, really, and there were a number of records, like that one, that I didn't really become aware of until well into 2015. Another one is one of my favorite records of like the last six months. Fozzy, do you want to start a war? I was never a Fozzy fan, I must admit um you know i had to kind of research them because i was doing a, a little tv show internet show for VH1 called that metal gear and one of the guests on the show was a guy named Rich Ward who produced the the latest Fozzie record and also was a big member of the band guitar player in the band and songwriter in the band and uh you know and i in a way and no disrespect towards any wrestling fans or chris jericho fans But I always kind of wrote them off like, you know, Fozzie. Oh, that's the the wrestlers band. You know, I'm not a wrestling guy. I don't know anything about Chris Jericho. I've since met him and he's very nice and I have a ton of respect for how incredibly cool he was and unpretentious and down to earth. Um, So I have a lot of respect for Chris Jericho. I will say that just on personality alone. I have even more respect because this guy makes some great, great music. And again, I counted, uh, I I wrote off Fozzy because I, I never understood that they were actually an amazing group. And their last record, guys, if you don't have it, it's one of those records. Every single song is phenomenal. If not phenomenal, every single song is good, and there is some truly phenomenal songs on the record. Let's just put that. Every song is good on the record, and there's there's 80% of the record is phenomenal. Excellent stuff. Rich Ward, amazing talent with his songwriting, his production skills, and his guitar tone is so rich and, and wonderful. Uh, I love it. I am so psyched to see them. In just a few days from now, in heavy Montreal, I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe Rich will stop by and do an interview with me. He is a hard guy to track down. I mean, he's come on Talking Metal. I, I did, a, you know, the That Metal Gear with him behind the scenes, and I worked with him. Uh, that's for That Metal Show. That Metal Gear was, like, basically an uh, online extra that where i climbed in front of the camera and talked to the guitar players who were the guests on That Metal Show about their gear, So it was a lot of fun um, on season 14 of that metal show, which I was uh, also producing, helping produce the show. I was one of the producers on the show for season 14. But I did all the online stuff exclusively. It was a great experience. They let me have free reign, anything I wanted to do with Jennifer or, you know, if I wanted to hop in front of the camera and do that metal gear, they let me do that. They suggested it, actually, and uh, all sorts of fun behind-the-scenes interviews. It was so much fun. I, I really would love to work with those guys again. Um, However, I I had to basically research Rich Ward and Stuck Mojo and Fozzie and all this stuff because I knew I was going to be doing uh, a number of interviews with him. And man, I am just so embarrassed to say that I, I... you know, didn't know anything about Fozzie's music, really. Maybe I'd heard one or two songs here or there and not even given the music a chance because I was just like, oh, Chris Jericho, he's the wrestler guy. He's the famous Dancing with the Stars guy. Don't do that. Don't do what I did. Go listen to the music, guys. It's phenomenal. It's so great. Do You Want to Start a War is the record that came out in late 2014. It will be on my list for the best of 2015 just knowing that I didn't start listening to it until 2015. And there's so many great songs on the record. I've played some on the podcast before, I believe. But right now, let's get into this song. It's called Died With You. It's the fourth song off of Fozzie's latest record, which is, again, called Do You Want to Start a War? Again, Died With You. Great song. Listen to the songwriting on this. It's so strong. And, hey... I know I've been blowing smoke up Rich Ward's ass here, but uh, Chris Jericho can sing.
0: we words are spoken. I can't believe it's true. Ignoring my presence like I don't exist. Move on without me. I guess I won't be me.
2: What you just heard was Died with You by the band Fozzy. Let's get into Pop Evil. Here's a little Pop Evil right now on Talking Metal, followed by my interview with Matt from Pop Evil.
0: I've been counting all my steps, all my nose just turned to yes. Silently, I must confess my troubled history. It's washed away all my sins Starting over once again This is where it all begins It's right in front of me Down is not where I belong This aching heart won't turn to stone There's a fire inside these bones It was meant to be
2: Cool. Hey, this is Mark of Talking Metal, and on the line, we have Matt Dorito from Pop Evil. Matt, how are you tonight?
1: Doing great, buddy. How are you doing?
2: Good, good. I'm doing great, too. Where are you tonight?
1: Uh, We are in Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
2: Cool. And I imagine there is a gig going on there later in the evening?
1: Absolutely, man. The bands are already cranking up. We're going to hit the stage here in about two hours.
2: Excellent. And who is Pop Evil currently out on tour with?
1: Oh, we brought uh, a band called Red Sun Rising out with us.
2: Cool. Red Sun Rising. And this is a headlining tour for Pop Evil. How have the crowds been for you guys?
1: You know what? So far, so good. We've, um, we've kind of mixed in a lot of festival shows with this whole tour too. Um, But we're playing some really great markets, some places we haven't hit in a while. And, uh, The crowds are amazing, man. Every time we go out, it it gets bigger and bigger. So it's a good thing.
2: Cool. And are you playing a lot of new material off the uh, forthcoming record?
1: We're playing a little bit of new material, and we are rehearsing a lot of new material, trying to get it ready. So when the album drops, we'll be able to play, you know, swap songs in and out and have them really, really tight for the live show.
2: Right on. It's just about a month away. It will drop. Tell us a little bit about the record, if you could fill us in on on the title, and uh, maybe tell us who you're working with as far as producers and engineers go.
1: Sure. Uh, This new album is called Up. Um, It's coming out August 21st, and and we recorded this in Seattle uh, with the producer Adam Casper, who's worked with a bunch of Seattle bands, uh, you know, uh, Foo Fighters, Nirvana, Back in the Day, Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl Jam all those kind of guys. So um, it's funny, a lot of people thought that we were going out there to make like a, a new wave grunge record or something like that, which wasn't the case at all. We just wanted to work with Adam. Um, this album is, it's a lot different than our previous stuff. It still sounds like pop people, um, but our previous album, Onyx, came from like a pretty dark place, touched on a lot of, you know, negative emotions and feelings and, you uh, you know, we we had a lot to get off our chest. You know, we had a lot going on during that album cycle. You know, change-ups change with labels, change-ups with band members and things like that. And this new album is sort of what happens after you get those things off your chest. It's about cutting those ties and, uh, you know, moving onward and upward to whatever's next.
2: Cool, cool. So as far as the writing process goes were were you writing with Adam I mean were you sending him ideas as you were kind of nurturing them and developing them into songs or did you go to him with basically completed songs
1: you know we actually did a little bit of both and I know that sounds confusing but uh, what we do is uh, we we all write everybody in the band writes so we all take uh, you know our time throughout the throughout the year to uh, get our ideas together and sort of things on our own and get our ideas down and we sent a bunch of our rough ideas over to adam he kind of skimmed through them and said okay you know like i could see some cohesiveness with this this idea this idea and i think that these would work good together and basically made a list of uh songs to focus on you know like 25 30 songs song ideas to focus on then what we did is we went into the studio uh just the four uh players in the band Uh, two guitars, drums, bass. And we sit down and play through these ideas all together. So if it was one of Nick's ideas, you know, the four of us would play it, and then we would all kind of put our spin on it too, tweak it or change it, um, add parts to it, take parts out. And that's really sort of how our album developed this time around, was taking individual ideas and then sitting down and, uh, you know, actually jamming them out, you know, garage style, with the four of us, and moving on from there, and deciding what we felt, you know, played best live.
2: Right, right. So it sounds like a lot of the uh, the energy in the room that you guys had jamming with one another was going into these ideas, and and the the collective energy was helping formulate these ideas. Is that a true statement?
1: Totally. Um, you know, it's something that we've never really done on the previous two albums, Uh, you know, if like, let's say if I wrote a song, we would go in the studio and, you know, Chachi would sit down and he would play the drums to it and then I'd sit down and I'd play the bass to it and then the guitar players would sit down and, and play their guitars to it, you know, and it was all very, very separate and what we noticed was when we'd go out and we would tour on these other albums, as soon as we started playing these songs together live, we would have so many more ideas and, and different things that we're like, Oh man, I wish we would have thought of this while we were in the studio. So we actually right. gave ourselves that time to play the songs together and you know, instead of just adding our parts, you know, to a song that was already sort of structured.
2: Right on. Cool. And as a bass player, what kind of gear are you playing? What kinda of basses? What kind of amps?
1: Oh, uh, Spectre Basses, man. Bass company nice. that, you know, focuses on making bass guitars instead of a guitar company that also makes bass guitars right um, um so i play through that uh, i go through sans amp i've got a avalon u5 that i like to go through um just a power amp and a cab on stage which really doesn't matter I've i've got a handful of pedals and stuff that i use for you know my dirty tones and, and things like that and uh all goes out to the front
2: excellent excellent and the new album, already two songs up on iTunes, and we are going to definitely check one of them out here in in just a minute. But again, the new album is called Up, and it will be available in late August, August 21st, right? Yes, that's right. And post-album being released, what can we expect from you guys? Are we looking at massive touring? Are you going to be going on on the road as an opener are you going to stay a headliner what's what's the future touring hold post album release
1: i think all of that you know we're we're going to keep doing some headlining stuff for a while um have got some dates lined up with uh three days grace in the fall and we might be jumping on some different tours this fall as well with some other bands or we might just go out and headline It just kind of depends on whatever comes our way but uh regardless of you know what the tour is or what the lineup is we will definitely be out on the road now is the time to go out and just play our butts off excellent
2: well the best of luck to you and the rest of the guys in pop evil and before i let you go you, Mark. i'd like to ask you one one more question you know we all like all different kinds of music but when it comes to the classic hard rock and the classic heavy metal bands could you give me maybe three or four of your favorite
1: sure um I mean, Judas Priest is right up there. It's kind of an obvious one. Um, uh, Another one that people might not consider in that genre, uh, Pink Floyd. Sure. I mean, they're definitely a classic rock band for me that I was very heavily influenced by. Um, And then, oh... I don't know. I guess, would you consider Ted Nugent classic rock at this point?
2: Oh, classic hard rock, for sure, definitely. Classic hard rock, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So, absolutely. You know, coming from Michigan, you always have the uh, Uncle Ted influence. Have you ever met Ted? <laughs> no, I haven't. I would love to. I'd love to go hunting with him sometime.
2: There you go. Are you a big hunter? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I recently yeah. got my hunting license myself, so lots of it's fun. Good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. All right, Matt. Well, thanks so much for checking in with us. And what should we play here for the Talking Metal listeners? I think we have two choices off the new record at this point: Footsteps or In Disarray. Which one you want to go with? Absolutely
1: In Disarray,
2: 100%. Cool. Here it is. A little Pop Evil off the new record up, which comes out in late August here on Talking Metal. Matt, thanks so much.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, Mark. I'm
2: Evil here on Talking Metal, the Talking Metal podcast. Almost 10 years, guys. I think next week is like 10 years. Isn't that insane? 10 years of Talking Metal. I will be celebrating 10 years of Talking Metal up in Montreal this weekend for Heavy Montreal, catching a lot of great bands such as Fozzie, such as Slipknot, such as Lamb of God, Cold Chamber. Lita Ford, Extreme, Jasta featuring Jamie Josta, and so many others. If you're up at Heavy Montreal, please track me down. I'll be uh, out there working hard until about, eh, about 7 o'clock each night, at which point I plan to consume as much beer as possible. But in, in all seriousness, we will be doing a lot of interviews. My wife's actually going to shoot up there for like less than 48 hours to join me. I will be there for the full three days. It's going to be a good time. Good time. And if you don't make it to Heavy Montreal this year, do yourself a favor. This is my second year going up there. Get the fuck up there. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. I'm Actually, I'm sitting in my living room right now testing um, some equipment I'm going to be bringing up to Heavy Montreal. I have a Apogee. Apogee, Apogee, Apoge, Apoge, I don't even know how you pronounce it, A-P-O-G-E-E, one that is allowing me to run a Phantom Power mic into my iPad and record in GarageBand on the iPad. Uh, one thing I am realizing, which just happened actually, is it apparently you can only record 320 bars on the iPad GarageBand before it automatically shuts down the song which is what i'm recording into still trying to figure things out here um, if you know of a way to get unlimited uh, amount of room on GarageBand on the ipad i'm not talking about on a macbook because i already you know know how to do that that's easy um but on the ipad please let me know because i'm having trouble figuring that out and maybe it only gives you a certain amount of space per song which would be ridiculous because you'd think you'd should be able to have unlimited amount of time to uh, write a song or rant on like a raving fool like I'm currently doing. Yes, that's right. Cool. Anyways, guys, um, what I'm doing, recording the the voice here on my iPad, and then I'm going to email it to myself, send it over to uh, my MacBook, where I'll put it together into podcast format. And dropping the songs and all that, the interview and all that good stuff and and send it out to you. I've been doing these interviews, a lot of them on Skype, which doesn't sound great. So I actually bought a phone patch for my house, phone patch box, which sounds so good. However, I get this like small amount of hum on my end, not the caller's end, on my end, which drives me nuts. And I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of that. In GarageBand, and I'm not having any luck at all, um, You know, they used to have this noise gate thing that you could plug in, and even that didn't work. So I, I don't know. I need like a de-hummer. I noticed um, the Adobe software, like Adobe Premiere Pro, that I'm learning to edit video on, has like a de-hummer for audio. So I wish GarageBand had something like that. Um, but it doesn't. It doesn't. I feel like each new version of GarageBand gets worse and worse for podcasting. Honestly, just my opinion. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention is got an email today from from Revolver Magazine. One of the folks over, the, one of the managers over at Revolver Magazine, who told me they have launched their own podcast. They're you know, ten years later uh, after the podcasting game kind of got going revolver has decided to launch their own podcast if you don't know what revolver is it's kind of like a hard rock punk rock metal loud rock music mag um and they're launching their own podcast and because of that they want me to remove the image on itunes that's, that says talking metal uh the podcast champions or whatever the hell it says, the quote that revolver magazine said, like back in 2006, 2007, we got permission from Josh and Brandon at the time over at revolver to use that quote in our, uh, in our iTunes podcasting uh, image. And apparently the, whoever's at revolver now doesn't like that. And they, they want it removed. They were very friendly in the email to me. So I'm going to attempt to do that. It's very hard because John set up, all this RSS stuff, and I, it's confusing to me. But I think I know how to do it, and surprisingly, I emailed John. I got a real nice email back from him, which, uh, you know, we've kind of been out of touch lately, but we are planning to reconnect hopefully soon. And I don't know if that means he'll reconnect to Talking Metal and come back and be a part of this show once again. Quite honestly, it's not that concerning to me at this point. What I do want to just kind of rekindle our friendship because – uh first time in in decades it's kind of we've lost uh, a little bit of touch with one another which I don't like and John's a great guy and I, I miss him dearly uh, I would love for him to come back to talking metal but one step at a time we got to build our friendship back I've seen him like once in April I'm not mad at him I don't think he's mad at me we just kind of he's so busy and uh, dealing with uh, a lot of stuff and uh, I am too so you know um, I've tried to get him back here and I don't want him to have a pressure to do talking metal that doesn't have to be part of what makes us friends you know we were friends long long before talking metal and I want to be friends uh, long after talking metal so uh, i'm just trying to win win uh, not win him back because you know he should be winning me back but i'm just trying to uh, bring bring the the two uh, the two friends back together for some beers for some hanging out for you know living it up having a good time and then you know if he wants to come back to talking metal he's totally welcome to he has told me that he does but he you know is just far too busy and uh, anyways back to the revolver thing if if i can't get that image removed on my own which i actually think i can do but if i can't get it removed off the rss feed on my own he has offered to help me so there you go astronomy we've made contact once again with with john astronomy He's uh, resurfaced. The silver spaceship is back in orbit, folks. There you go. Hey, guys, I'll see you at Heavy Montreal, all right? Really, really bummed Mastodon is not going to make the uh, the bill. Hope Slipknot get it together. I know their bassist uh, was rushed to the hospital from the stage just last night, so hopefully he'll be uh, back in action for Heavy Montreal this weekend. Pentagram is also canceled due to, to Bobby's um, visa issues. But everyone else is there, and I'm excited to see Lita Ford, i got to tell you. Somebody told me that my Lita Ford interview, it sounded like she was grouchy, which I didn't get that vibe at all. I got maybe a slight tired vibe, but she was I thought she was before the interview. She was so friendly. After the interview, she was so friendly, and I, I listened back to it. I thought she was, she was great. Uh, the cell phone connection wasn't the greatest, but um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Send me a tweet. Hit me up on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash mstriegel, that's M-S-T-R-I-G-L, or my email is mark at talkingmetal.com. Big uh, congratulations to the Heavy Montreal winners, by the way. We gave away a bunch of tickets on our Twitter account and uh, site. Hope to see you guys there. We'll see you there. Here's a little Lita to end today's show, okay?